Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Ah, Lilu Nishmasi Mimi Rosh Rosh Mordechai. It's always a tremendous chizuk when a chasson comes to share the day of his chasson, the day after the chasson. And here we have Reb Nachman Seltzer, the day of the chasson, his first. Another chasana we have over here, a little thing from Jonathan Stefanski's chasana. You got some volume? All right, Simdimishpacha. Oh, I here. These are three yeshiva guys that became, the, for Parnassah, the, all three of them are married, they have children. Two of them are my Chavrus's brothers, the Kramer brothers. If you notice, they're all wearing tzitzis on the outside. The two guys on the right and the left, they have guns on their belt. They are construction workers now. And uh, they have something to tell the Olam. And both two guys do the daf every single day. The guy in the middle and the guy on the right, Dani and Otniel. Here we go. You ready? Yeshiva guys. Good. Okay. You see he's holding his gun. Yeah. So we have with us a very, very special guest. He came yesterday. Very, very interesting story. He's sitting up front. Maybe come over here. Get over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about somebody else. <laughs> Shalom Aleichem. How you doing, Tzadik? This is Rib Elvis. Elia, right? Yes. All the way from Lithuania. Grew up in Lithuania. Didn't know he's a Jew until he was how old? 14. 14 years old. Got a bris then. Became a Tamad Chacham. Learns a daf every day with us. And now he moved to Ramat B'Chemin. So boy, I welcome him. Welcome, welcome. Who else do we have here? <laughs> yeah, no. What's his name again? Um, Leiby Leichter, right? The whole lot. Come, Leiby. Come here. Okay. Who else is he with? Your father-in-law. Who slept to? You slept your father. Who got you into the daf? He got you into the daf. You got him into the daf. Fifth cycle, wow, 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 unbelievable. What a schos, okay? A bunch of shy people. Who's your brother-in-law, which one? That guy. <laughs> okay, he's, he's a, he gave me the, don't even go there, okay. Oh, I said these are the two, uh, I don't know how to call them, but the two stars, each one has like 300 recruits under his belt. You have Rafael the barber all the way to the right, He's the barber of the barbershop, who, by the way, he needs a shidduch. If anybody knows, he's an unbelievable person. Shidduch, the guy to the right. The guy all the way to the left, it's Paris Chaim Levin, famous, another 300 guy recruit. 
No picture. Why no picture? Oh, because Gary's not listening to this shit. Okay, here we go. The guy on the way on the right is Rafael the Barber, Paris Chaim Levine on the left, and of course the sign. And you have Yochanan Itzkowitz, the guy in the, in the center. I do want to point out that the third volume of Ksubas is now shipping. That means that if you go to growthisyear.com, you just bring one more person. You don't have to bring 300 plus people like Rafael the Barber. One person, and you get a free Gemara. And that person who you bring gets a free Gemara. So, I know it sounds old and you guys heard about it, but spreading tire or a boy side, there's nothing like Subas. How Gishmak is Subas? You could share that Gishmak with your friend. Today's the after. Oh, we got a big guest in the house. Wow, 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 wow. Today's daf dedicated not only Rumi Wires Bar Mitzvah and Anachas Tefillin, maybe Zoycha to continue with Tefillin for many happy years. B'kedusha for Tahara and bring much Nachas to his parents, grandparents, great grandmother, well for the Nisim Ben Nachman, who's named for Mazel Tov. By the way, he spent the whole drive back to Muncie after the Bellworks Seum, reliving the night's events and played it on YouTube. I'm also sending you a picture of the Bar Mitzvah boy finishing Gemara Mesechtes Tamid to make his first Seum in honor of the Bar Mitzvah. He wants to start from the beginning of Brachas with the Shiurim and continue to make more Siyumim. Hopefully the MDY tablet will be available soon instead of YouTube. By the way, when will the tablets be available? Simchas by all, Mati Weinrib and family. Here is the Bar Mitzvah Bacher himself making a Siyum as Tamid and at Bellworks. That picture, but you know, the background is not real. That's in New York. It looks like this here, but it's an unbelievable thing, Yoshi. Okay. I know, Nachum Katz, unbelievable. Thank you, thank you. We schmoozed yesterday, and here he is in live. Rabbi said the coil is sponsored by Avi and Rachel Kamiansky in memory of Rachel's mother, Rachel Gittel Bas Esther Rita, should be Melitza Yoisher on behalf of us and our children. The second sponsor of the coil for the month, for the success of our family, and that we merit to always crown Hashem. The Masechta, the entire Masechta sponsored by Molan, the Lili Nishmas, Yitzhak Baruch, Memoisha, Aaron, and Lili Nishmas, Moshe Lozib, and Shalom. And for that, it's all for my children. And the second sponsor of the Masechta, Jeff Rasner, is Chus, my son, Yosef Simcha, Chaim, Ben Sarachana, Refua, Shleima. Okay, we'll take two Amens. Michael Ben Melo, Mati Pearl, and Aaron Hirsch, to be Zerk, to make it to Umar Rosh Hashanah this year. And... The Parnas HaChodesh, Lili Nishma Zechariah Ben Moshe, Parnas HaChodesh, the MDY family, Lili Nishma, Zezer Tuvia, Yaakov, Benesano, Yitzchok, Ezra Palak, all of that Shalom. I forgot to say, when his father Tani said yesterday in the message that he has to make up 10 daf, I forgot to say the classic line, you don't make up 10 daf, you jump today's daf, I hope he knows about that. Bezer Hashem, he'll make up the 10 daf. In honor of my daughter's third birthday, may she be zoicha to be a tenua with Torah values, and marry Ben Torah and the Talmud Chacham. And it does say Talmud Chachams. Okay, I think it's on purpose. Dave Gelberman, the Neshamas of my parents, Yeshua ben David, and my mother, Sivia Bat Shmuel. And by Shmuli Kat should be a schos for Shidduch and a great resolution from Moshe Yitzchok ben Miriam Amen. By Peretz Chaim Levin. Listen to this one, Rabbi Sai. In honor of the Chasen of Nachman Seltzer's daughter. To fill in the first name, Bramin. What's his first name? Naftali Bramin. The son of the Yeshiva, who I know from Chicago, huh? Mishkan Yisrael. Mishkan Yisrael Yeshiva. They should be zoicha to build a bayis nemu Yisrael, the shame of the Ferris. Unbelievable. Paris Chaim Levin. Mordechai Weinrib in honor of the Bar Mitzvah of Rumi Weinrib today. Mazel Tov. Rabbi Isai, one of the classics of Shas. 
many, many stories and great lessons to be learned from these Gemaras, Daf, Samach Beis, Omer Aleph. We're holding all the way in the bottom, Samach Aleph, Omer Beis, the last, last line. Atalmidim Yoytzin Talmud. A Talmud who's learning Torah doesn't have to ask his wife for permission. She could go for 30 days to learn Torah. Says the Gemara. And Bershus Kama, let's see, ask permission, how long could he go for? Says the Gemara, what do you mean, how long? Kama the boy. If she says six years, you go for six years. 22 years, you go for 22 years. Says the Gemara, Urcha de Milso Kama, Samach Beis If he doesn't want to, yes, he got permission from his wife. But there's, a, there's an Avera there. He's doing it on the cheshman of somebody else. It's not good midas to do it. So if he doesn't want to get into trouble and not have a chet, how long? Omarav chodesh kan v'chodesh babayis. It's okay if you go for a month, but you have to be home for a month. Tysus points out, big question. Rabbi Kiva went for 24 years. Says Tysus, she convinced him. The opposite. It's not that he wanted, when a wife convinces it, but if you convince your wife, even if she says yes, you know how it goes. Sometimes it happened to me. Like I, I convinced my wife, my sister, I convinced my wife to sell our house. And finally she said, okay. And then she was upset at me. She still is. So, so convincing your wife doesn't mean that she's really masking inside. Uh, that's a true story. Omarav. How do we know? Machlikois are the... The groups of people, here's the Pasuk, very long Pasuk. It says, It's talking about there were 12 groups of 24,000 people per group that were working for the king, David. And it says, So you see that there was the Sorel Alafim, there were people on top in charge of others, there's you can't just have 24,000 people go. You need people in charge of 24,000. And then it says, So the Gemara is darshing those two words. What's coming and going? So we're going to learn like this. That yes, there are 24,000 per group. But what, what happened was, there's so many people, if you have 12 groups of 24,000 and only 24,000 work per month, that means each group only worked for one month a year. We're trying to prove that you go for a month and come back for a month. Go for a month and come back. What do you see it in the Pasuk? Because of these extra words above Ayotzas. And it's referring not to the 24,000 that's all the way at the end of the Pasuk. <laughs> rather, it's referring to the beginning of the Pasuk, the Shetreyim. The ones in charge of everybody else, they actually went for a month. It was a month on, a month off. Work a month, off a month. And from them, for, from those people, we're learning not from the 24,000. So you see the idea that you work for a month, come back home for a month, so to a Tamil Chacham, go to base marriage for a month, spend the month with your wife. No, you have to spend double the amount of time at home, one month in base medrash. That's already talking about Shleimah Melech. He sent out 30,000 to work in Levonoin, Lebanon maybe. And it was 10,000 at a time. So in other words, 10,000 worked for a month, but they were home for two months. Okay. So this is for the Beis HaMikdash. Yeah, they went to work to, to gather for the Beis HaMikdash. Says Gemara, Why doesn't Rav learn from Rabbi Yochanan's apostle that you're supposed to be home for two months? 
When it's possible to, to, to stay home for two months because so many Jews wanted to work for the Bishamidish, but Taira, nobody can learn for you. You have to do it yourself. So you have to learn for a month, come home for a month, go back for a month. And how come Rabbi Yechonon doesn't say, stay home for a month? Why does he say you have to stay home for two months? When you work for the king, you have a tremendous amount of profit. Now, the, I know people, they go out, they work for months at a time. If you're a shaykhet, for instance, you live in Eretz Yisrael. Parnas is tough here. So they leave home, they go like to Europe for four or five months at a time. They could earn $30,000 a month. For Eretz Yisrael, it's tremendous. Some of them earn $50,000 a month. So you have that, you tell your wife, listen, I can make $50,000 if I'm a the top of the shaykhtim, I do bdikas, whatever, it goes like, the minimum is 30,000 a month. That's crazy money. Over $300,000 a year. But you can't see your family for four months at a time. Do you do it or not? Hell yeah. If you make it $30,000 a month, you can fly your wife in. Yeah, you can fly her in and all your kids in the middle of Cheder and all of this, yeah. If you're doing it for 30,000, you don't fly anybody in. You keep all the money, I don't know, 30,000. Yeah. Who? Yeah, yeah. Okay, listen. But there's such a thing called harvacha. If you have so much money, you're making that much, okay. You leave. That's why the wife, the wife will tell you, yeah, go, go, go for six months. Just bring back that dough. Marrying off kitsun. Omarav. Now, another machloikis between Rav and Rabbi Yechanan, but has nothing really to do, but an interesting thing. If you ever notice, sometimes in the middle of Shir, this particular guy, I'm not going to say his name. He works the cameras every day. All of a sudden, I'll let out like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's on the microphone. <laughs> okay. Do that again? Do the, ah? Uh? How do you do it? <laughs> it's not a good idea. Remember when he does it, especially if you're here, Matzah Shabbos, it's the standard. Matzah Shabbos, so it breaks half of your body. You should just know, Gershon, it breaks half of your body. Mosnaim is the loins, which are positioned halfway in your body. You can do it out of bitterness. The anacha, the side. will break your entire body. I guess if you do it all the time, like we do, eh, eh, it doesn't do anything. In those days, whatever it was, Shinemar. It's talking about the Churban Mesa Migdosh. They'll ask you, well, why are you so? Why are you saying? What? What? will melt your heart, every heart. And all hands will be weak. Okay, the entire body. You, even your 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 knees will 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 will, will what? Turn to water. Turn to water. So it's your whole body. It says halfway through your body. It only it breaks half your body. It starts from your midsection and it goes upwards and downwards. It destroys your whole body. It destroys your whole body. Why do you say only half the body? Shani when you hear about the Mishnah Migdash, oh, that's a terrible 
terrible uh, churban, the, 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 the churban, and that destroys the whole body. Napoleon said once, he saw the Jews uh, sitting on Tisha B'Av crying, he said any nation that could cry 1500 years later, guaranteed to come back to Yerushalayim. Ahu Yisrael says the, the Gemara story. There was a Jew, two of them were walking, a guy and a Jew. The, 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 the guy couldn't keep up with the Jew. So he had a trick. He remembered hearing once about the Jews and the, and the Churban that they care so much. So he threw out, hey, by the way, well, what's with your Beis Hamikdash? He groaned and he sighed. So his trick worked. He thought it's going to break his body, like the Gemara said, it breaks his body. He couldn't keep up with him still. I don't understand. I, I got you to sigh and to groan. You should slow down a little bit. That's if it's brand new news. You tell me that the base of news was just destroyed yesterday. Yeah. And this explains also why when we groan, we sigh. But if you do it over and over, every year we have a Tisha B'Av and all, every day we remember Yishlaim Mircha. The Amri Inchi, the Shonam Baloi, the Amri Inchi, the Malfa Tichlei Loi Baasa. This is a, a very sad saying. A woman who, La'alef in Hebrew means to train, like you train a dolphin. You Ma'alef a dog. If a person is trained, Loi Aleinu, a woman who loses a lot of children, let's say Tay-Sachs, whatever it is, the Gemara says, she's used to it. It doesn't hurt her as much as, as a woman who loses a child. She's not shocked when she, when, she, when she loses another child. So too, I'm not shocked when you, you remind me of the Beis HaMikdash. Says the Gemara, the Chiyuv of Aina, relations with the wife, somebody's a tile, said in the Mishnah, means a guy on... Um, uh, retirement. Shtosim, that's not the pshat. Hatayal Matayal, what is that? Omarava Bene Pirke. Tami the Khachamim. They they have it easy. Omalayabaya, no way. Mandik Sivbuhu. Raboy said, listen to this Pasuk. It's unbelievable. It reminds me of American culture. Shavlachemashkimikum. Which I was part of. I remember getting up six o'clock in the morning to Minyan. In that minion that we used to do, Chris Hatayra before davening, because it's still too early to daven. Still, I think it was probably have that minion in Chicago. Chris Hatayra before davening, so we could run to work. You know, hop that subway at seven o'clock to to the city, and 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 then start your day. Givaldik, seven o'clock, come home, zonk, then you get back on the computer and you do your emails, and it's yoyma valayla. It's like a rat race. You're in this uh, what is that thing called? The wheel. Listen what the Gemara says. Shav lachem, it's mamish tusim to you. Mashkimekum, you get up early in the morning. Meachri sheves, you come home late. Oichlei lechem hasavim, hatsavim, you eat the bread of sorrow. Why do you have to work? The Gemara says there's no need for it. You could, it's almost like the shari tshuva. You could, you could earn the same amount of money, the pasuk says, and have the same with less tsar. Learn tyra. There's nothing wrong. Learn that you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna gain anything by going, by doing that. That that. What's your name? Michael Mann. Michael Mann from? Formerly Toronto. And now? <coughs> Five towns. Five towns. Oh, okay. You know him also? Oh, Lawrence Spiegelman knows everything that comes in there. Lawrence Spiegelman. From LA. 
And you also know? Late, around all over. Okay, Shkoyach, Shem Aleichem. We're holding Daf Samach Beis on the Aleph smack in the middle somewhere. Kain yitain liyididoi sheina. Give his, his yidid, his beloved, sleep. Rabbi Yankel Galinsky takes this passage and he says, imagine, everybody imagine their Rebbe, let's say the Baal Shem Tov, for me the Vilna Goyen, Rabbi Nachman Breslev, whoever it is, any, if he wrote you a letter, he said to my beloved, you take that letter and hang it up and show everybody you want to be buried with it. HaGash Baruch calls every single one of us, every one of his children, Yididoi, Yididoi Sheinim. But what does it mean? The Taz actually learns the opposite. He says that in Simen Chavav, he says that a person, from this passage, he says a person should give himself Sheinim, he should sleep well. When you don't sleep well, then you don't learn well. The, the Tzanzer Rebbe told one of his uh, Talmidim, he saw a big mass, he said, how many hours did he sleep a night? He says, four. He says, four, mamish bitl tire. So Tzanzer says, what do you mean bitl tire? So how many, he says, if you're already sleeping four, that means that your head is not clear during the day. So you might as well just sleep two and, and, and be, you'll have the same the head the whole day anyway. So it's bitl tire to sleep only, for, to, to sleep so much, four. Elamai, you're supposed to sleep eight hours. <laughs> I'm not doing bit of tire, not bit of tire. I'm trying to, to prepare a share, whatever it takes. <laughs> Says Gemara, you can tell from my mood, the snappiness, the snappiness. <laughs> first off to go. I don't care if first off or not first off. I got to get a share out, my friend. Um, this I tell my wife. Ah. Actually, a guy came over to us yesterday, told her this, because he learned it. The guy from Baltimore, I don't even know his name, he said he watched the share. Says, the Gemara says, you're going to get a lot of schar, but I'm okay. She said, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for it, I'm waiting for it. Basically, I don't, I don't think she caught what she was saying. <laughs> like, I'm waiting for it. Okay, what do you mean? Okay. Anyway, so, the, the woman... You think, okay, she, what is she? No, she's a partner with her husband when he doesn't doesn't sleep, and he learns a lot of Torah, she gets the schosim with him. She shares the schosim. Says, says, says Abaya, what? She's also, yeah, she's Menad and she's waiting, she's waiting for her husband. She waits there. In other words, Rashi says, we're talking about, he's in the city, he's in town. Where is he already? I made, I prepared dinner for him. It's already nine o'clock. It's already 10 o'clock. Where is he? She keeps on waiting. She gets hired for that. Says the Gemara. So we're in the middle of a question. Ask Abaya. You're talking about Tamid Chachamim, who don't come home at night. Their wives are waiting and waiting. They come home later than everybody else. And you tell me he has enough time for Aina every day? Elam Abaya, Kedarav, it's not the Pshat like you thought. Domarav, Kigoyin, Rav Shmuel Barshelas. Says Rashi, if you remember, we had him here in our Masechta. Rav Shmuel was the one, I'll remind you in the sugya, that says he should uh, stuff your child like an ox with Torah and only punish him when he's 12. So that sugya was, he got, he got a, an Eitzah from Rav, don't take the young kids. He was a Rebbe. He was a Rebbe. You know, it reminded me again, when I looked it up today, it reminded me of what I said yesterday, that you, you stup the kid when he's younger, like uh, Judith Pagret, whatever her name is. You, when you fit, today the system is different. I know, let him go. Whenever he wants to come to Shul, when he's 16 years old, he shows up in Shul. And, you know, only love, love. But the Gemara said, 
Shtupim with Torah, 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 become a Talmud Chacham. Zok to Gimara. Gimara, where are we? Yeah, Shemunad Hashanim, your name, it's fine. And this is actually a Ramah. The Ramah in Simi Reish Mimhei says that a Rebbe, he must eat well. And he sleeps well in the, in the, in the uh, shade of his, of his mansion. About he, the, he, the, the king thinks he's a Rebbe in Cheder, so he doesn't even shepherd him, doesn't even ask for, for taxes. So he has a good life. And he's supposed to have a good life because he's a Rebbe for children. You can't starve. You can't say, oh, I'm fasting. I'm a tzaddik today. I'm going to fast a couple of days. You have to be well fed. You have to be prepared. You have to be, have good sleep. Oh, somebody like that that's relaxed and he's home at night. He's chayiv every day. He also rov and omar he goim mefanki de marava like those spoiled ones of Eretz Yisrael. They eat well, they drink well, so they're chayiv every day. Rebbe have a koi be be Have a samchalei treyavde. Gemara says he had two slaves that were holding him up. If his be bagim to say he bani. Ba'ne, the, uh, the, he was in a bathhouse. And the way it worked those days, not, Rashi doesn't say it here like that. Rashi says that the, the water from the bath used to roll over. The, they had this, uh, what is it called? The, the pool, the um, infinity pool, and it would come over underneath. But I, I remember learning that there was like a fire underneath. That's how they used to heat it up. Okay, whatever it is. But it was hollow underneath the bath. And it was on these beams. And the whole thing collapsed. And he has two slaves holding him. Holding him up. It turns out that he is holding them. He grabs them with one arm. He grabs two guys with one arm and starts climbing the beam with the other arm. That's how strong he was. He got this beam. Okay. The Gemara is going to explain a little bit more. Also, he's going down the stairs. The famous Ravasi holding on to him, one from each side. He packs the Darga to say, the stair collapses. Solik Vaskinu, he was able to grab both of them and bring them up or save them. If you could carry two people like that, why do, you, why do you need two people to hold you? What are we going to do for when I'm older? This is a little bit different than what we hold today. Like you're supposed to do a lot of exercise, work out so that you have strength when you're older. The difference, the Ramam says you're supposed to work out when you're younger so you have strength. Exactly what the Pshad is, not 100%. Shtam, Dare, Tvayim, whatever it is. If you're labor, your Aina is twice a week. What do we do with the Gemara that says only once a week? If you work out of town, it's once a week. If you're in town, twice a week. What are we talking about? When it's in their city. If they live somewhere else, only once a week. If you're a donkey driver, you're a truck driver, once a week. Okay, so in the Mishnah you see we have the Chamor, the Gamol, the Sapon, the Tayolim. We have all these people. A guy that works on a ship, once every six months. A guy that's on a camel, once every 30 days. A guy a... So, but you start off the Mishnah, the Basil says that if a, if a husband makes a nether against his wife, and he says, I'm going to not be with you for a week, that's it, he has to divorce her. 
But a guy that works on a ship, what's a week? A week is nothing. So he made a nether for a week. He's away from her for six months. So obviously the Mishnah is not talking about a, a guy that works on a ship and a guy that's on a camel and a donkey. A donkey also, a week. So because he's one day late, that's why he has to get divorced. You're only talking about two out of the five cases. Tremendous Yisoy, Rabbi Yisai. Akulu. If a person makes a nether that he's not going to be with his wife for a week, even though typically he's away for six months at a time, he has to get divorced. It's incredible. Yom Kippur morning. Personally, I don't need to eat all day long. Usually if somebody doesn't remind me to eat, I don't eat until dinner. Yom Kippur morning, all of a sudden I'm starving. Come to shul, wow, I don't know how I'm going to make it through the day. It's paspasali. Mom is like that. During a fast, if you think that you don't have what to eat, you get hungry. This woman is going to be bizarre if her husband makes a nether against her for a week. Ah, it's usually six months. No, divorce her. Sponsored in honor of Yankee Baum and Moshe Horn. And L'schus, being able to support Lehman at Torah and to finish learning Shas with Rebelli. Rebelezer says that if you work on a ship, oh, sorry. Oh, yesterday, David Feinberg said that we skipped 11 lines. I said it's impossible. It's impossible. And you just saw, here's a riot. I did it this time to check with David. It was on YouTube, probably. There's a skip on YouTube, yeah. You should come live, it's better live. Yeah, much better live. What if a guy is away from home usually for a week? And he decides, hey, you can make $30,000 a month if you become a gamel. I want to become a gamel. Omale, so he said, could he, does he have riches to do it? Omale, right to Isha Bakav, a woman prefers a small amount of money, vitiflos, and relations with her husband, ma'asara kabim, for a lot of money, 10 times the salary, you're precious not being with him. So no, you don't have riches. A shipmate has his chiyuv, his chiyuv doiraisa. We're talking about a chiyuv doiraisa. His chiyuv changes only once every six months. Obviously, if, you want, if he's able to be more, that's up to him. But his chiyuv, what is he mechuyuv? Like a person has to shake a lulav, a person has a chiyuv aina. Only once every six months. Now this is very interesting. To pay attention here, and put, if you have a pencil, write it in your Gemara. Because the Gemara starts off saying, as if we're talking about that. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Tamid Chachamim, they have the right to go for 30 days without permission. And on that the Gemara says, not on Hasaponim. Okay, just uh, pointing it out. Yeah, but what we're talking about right now is this. Here, I know it from this. We don't pass him like him. Chachamim arguing with Rebbe They hold that a Tamad Chacham can leave for two to three years. You think it's a lot. It's nothing compared to what the Gemara is going to say in a second. That was the minute. Where's my husband? I don't know. He left. For how long? I have no clue. He, left. he doesn't have to ask for Shus. He leaves for three years. Okay. For Torah. What, what, again? He has to divorce her if he's laid on the nether by a day. Yeah. How's that a nether? Then she loses him completely. 
So how's that an answer? Well, yeah, so marry somebody else. They'll be more attentive. Mm-hmm. She demands it. Omarava, some kind of another is not chuyiv to. She wants Omarava, some kind of bonon the rav adav rehava. However, halacha lamaisa tamid chachamim, they took this halacha of rav adav rehava that you can leave for two three years without permission. Va'avdi uvdu benafshayu says Rashi. They risk their own lives. They risk their nefesh. Some of them die because of that. As the Gemara goes on to say, Very famous story. He used to come home once a year on Erev Yom Kippur. Okay, so it's the year. The year is up. His wife is waiting. Oh, finally. Every year he comes in Yom Kippur. Oh, she gets the kids. Tati's coming home. Well, he got very involved in learning. Have a Devisu. And his wife was mitzapas as Rashi. She was waiting for him. She's by the window. Hashtasi. Is he coming? Hashtasi. Is he coming? Loyasa. He didn't show up. Cholish daito. She got depressed. Sad. One tear she shed from her eye, says the Gemara. We have to learn from this. Have a He was up on the second floor. If that moment that she shed a tear, sorry, that moment that she shed a tear, the the no, I have thank you. The the ceiling fell in and he died. On this Daffer Baisa, we have some of the most famous Reb Chaim Shmulevitzes of all time. The most famous one. Which is the most famous one? Stama Feher. What's the most famous Reb Chaim Shmulevitz line of all time? One and one is not two. Exactly. Twelve plus twelve is not. No, it's Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. Yen Sichas Moser, a thousand percent. Twelve plus twelve is not twenty. We'll get to that. But anyways, everybody stole it. It's Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. But Lomashene, he said a different one. He asked a question, and it's basically what Lauren was asking before, but in, uh, over here it's even better. The wife who's waiting so much for her husband, she's the, she lost the most. Her husband's never coming back now. So why did Hashem kill the husband? Says Rucham Shmulevitz, you see from here that Ben Adam Chaveroi, to, to not be nice to your friend, is playing with fire. If you put your hand in the fire, you're going to get burnt. What happens to somebody else? Oh, but if I get burnt, he's going to suffer. You're putting your hand in the fire. He made a person suffer. He got burned. He got killed. Ah, the, the wife is going to suffer even more. Uh, that's a, he he's playing with fire, he says. Oh, and it's not on oh, Yeah, but it doesn't matter. We see in the Gemara, it's fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go into the fire by mistake, you know what happens? You get punished by that. When, that's exactly the point. It's not a pun. It's not a din. He says it's it's fire. It's fire. You you you. It's a fact. It's a fact. You 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 walk into a fire, a burning house by mistake. You didn't chop. You're still gonna get burnt. There was a there was a story in the Gemara. I forgot who it was. There's a story in the Gemara that somebody had a split lip, and the and the the, the Tana thought he thought he's smiling at him, and he killed him. He thought he's making fun of him, insulting somebody by mistake. I shouldn't say this because then it's going to come back to me. Okay. Now, what about Tamil Chacham? When is his chiyuv? The famous Gemara, Merev Shabbos, Merev Shabbos. 
special mitzvah on Friday night. It says Rashi over here, Merv Shabbos, Shulel Tanog. It's a time for enjoyment, Ushvisa, and you take it, relax. I saw, I think, in the Marsha, I forgot what it was, that says on Friday night you can't use a candle, you can't learn by a candle. So tell me the Chamim have less learning to do. They, they can't learn as much as they typically learn on a, on a, on a regular night. So that's the Pshad in Shvisa, Vahanasa Guf. In other everybody has the same thing as Tamad Chacham. Everybody has a little Shabbos for Tainog and Shvisa. But a Tamad Chacham, that's the only time he's Mukhoyev because the rest of the, the week he's very busy learning. Says the Gemara, it says in the Pasuk, Asher Pirio Yitim Bitoi, a tree will give its fruit in its time. A person who, who has relations from Friday night to Friday night. He'll have the children that Kishboru will give him. Yehuda Berei the Rebchia. Yehuda, the son of Rebchia. Rebchia had two sons. We had it. Who were his two sons? We had Yehuda and Chizkia. They were twins. Remember, they weren't born on the same day. In fact, they weren't born in the same month. They were born... Three months apart from each other. So Yehuda the Berei, Berei the Reb he was the son-in-law, Chasen the Reb Yanai. Hava Ozel, V'yosef, V'yirav, he was learning, V'chol Beishimshei, every Friday night, every Friday evening, Hava Ozel the Beishimshei, he would come on once, once a week. V'chi Hava Ozel, Yava Kachazi Kamei Amudu Denura, you were able to see a flame in front of him. Yoyvachad, M'shachti Shmaita, he was learning, again like before, he got involved in his learning, and there's a big Eloi, I said this a few times, a big Eloi in Chaim Berlin, who, who today has a yeshiva, I don't want to say his name because it's a little bit embarrassing story. He was down in Shemunesri next to me. I don't even know if this has so much to do with this. He was down in Shemunesri next to me. In the middle of Shemunesri, I saw him turn around, walk to the bookcase and pulled out a safer. And, started there, and, the, and then, he, I, I don't know if he went back to Shemunesri, I just remember in the middle of he was so involved in his learning, this, he was a, he's a real Eloi. Anyway, so he was so involved in his learning, he forgot that he has to go home. They're looking out the window, they're looking for the flame. No flame, no, no, no sign of Rebchia's son. Rebchia's the father says, Here's a picture. In the time of the Gemara, this is what you had to do. By Avelos, you take the bed and you flip it upside down. We have to sit shiva for him. If Yehuda was alive, he has a chi of the Raisa to be with my daughter. And he's not here. There's nothing that could stop him from being kind of mitzvah. Obviously, he's dead. Says the Gemara, He just said those words. You shouldn't speak in vain. When you say things like that, bad things could happen. In fact, that, that's what killed him. We had in, in our Masechta, the same exact thing with the daughters of Shmuel. When Shmuel said to his father, why should you watch these captured women? They're already captured, so who cares now? And his daughters got captured. What? Think about yeah. the Gemara would be if nobody would say anything about that caused other people to die. That would be a big Gemara. The Gemara is full of people saying things that cause people to die right. all the time. No. You want to be on the Don't say these things. No, no, no. Gemara is full of stuff. Half is fact. You cause people to die. Fact. You cause people to die. That's not a fact. That's a fact. You cause people to die. Talk to Gemara. Rabbi, Rabbi, Iyasik lelebrei beirebchia. Interesting story. Rebbe made a shidduch with the son of Rebbe Chia. I'm sorry, to, for his son to the daughter of Rebbe Chia. Kimata lemichtav ksuba, they came mamish to tachlis, nachnashi de revisa. The kala died. Oh my Rebbe, so Rebbe realized, chasasholm suleika, 
maybe the reason why she dies is because it's not a good shidduch. They don't, it's not a good match. You see, so they started looking into the genealogy. <coughs> they figured out, Rebbe Yossi, Mishfatio ben Avital. He comes, he's a descendant, Avital is the wife of David Amelch. He comes directly from David Amelch, which is Malchus. He comes from the brother of David, not Malchus. So it doesn't go together. Malchus and not Malchus don't go together. That's why she was nifter. So he did another shidduch. Says the Gemara, unbelievable story. This son, this daughter of, of Yosef and Zimra said, okay, I want to marry him, but I want my chassan to go learn for 12 years first. Let's say he's 18 years old from today until he's 30 years old. 12 years. He, he just left. Many once said, told, told me a joke. He said uh, a chassid was very depressed in yeshiva. So the Roshiva asked him, why are you so depressed? He said, what do you mean why are you so depressed? All my friends are getting engaged one after another. The Roshiva says, you're also engaged. You've been engaged for a year and a half already. That's how it went back then. <laughs> says the Gemara, 12 years. You're going to be engaged for 12 years. Not, not get married yet. Not that they get married and go to... Stay like this, engage for 12 years. Akhlefu kamei. So this is, this is not a great idea. They brought the kala right in front of the chasen. Ooh, picks up his eyes. He says, oh, okay. Omelo, you know what? Forget the 12 years. Nehavu <laughs> shishnin. I'll go for six years. So they say, oh, six years. If, if one time goes, you just chopped six years, let's pass her by a second time. Akhlefu kamei. So they pass her by in front of him a second time. Omelo, you know what? Hmm. Let's just get married today. And then I'll go to Yeshiva. He was very embarrassed of what he did from his father. This is also, you can learn from every line in the Gemara. The father, instead of yelling at it, no, you did the right thing. You're acting like Hashem. We say every single day in Oz Yashir. You'll come to Yisrael. I'll bring there. You'll plant. Nitiya. And then you'll, you'll plan, you'll make a base on Migdash for me. First, come to Eretz Yisrael. But what happened? Hashem already made a base on Migdash in the Midbar. Klai Yisrael, at Matan Torah, they're like a, like a husband and a wife, right? Akashbrochu made a shtar ksuba, the Marsha says over here. He, he, they got engaged. And Hashem said, okay, let's wait a little bit. We'll wait. I'll, make, we'll, I'll build a house in Eretz Yisrael, then we'll get married. And then all of a sudden, Hashem says, no, no, let's do it now. Let's do it in the Mishkan. So, my son, don't worry about it. Hashem did the same thing. Ozal, but however, after he got married, Yosef Tartis Rishnei Bevei Rav. He sat and learned Torah for 12 years. Says the Gemara, Ad-Da'os, a terrible story. Ad-Da'os, a Yakra Devisu. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashem, of course. Hashem said, you know, I see you. Here you are. You pass in front of me. Let's get married now. So, Unfortunately, because of the, the length of time that they were away from each other, says Rashi, if a woman is not with her husband for 10 years, she becomes an Akara. She became an Akara, it's 12 years. Which is, I had a Shaila over here, because we once learned that if, but I, I saw the Marshal actually, because he sticks in a word and it answers my question. The, we learned that if a woman has her das on her husband, she has a husband, she's thinking about it and she doesn't become an Akara. 
So, what, so the Marshal actually says, I think that's what he meant, that he, he says that uh, there was, she was Masih Das from him. She like kind of gave up on him. And that's what caused it to be Akar. Maybe that's what he says. I don't know. I ain't sure. Omar Rebbe. says, Rebbe has a dilemma here. She can't, she's in Akar. She can't have children anymore. Omar Rebbe, I have a problem. It's really not nice. She waited for my son for 12 years. Hey, Chinave, what do you do? Nigarsha, you can't divorce her. This poor woman. She, she waited so long for nothing. What? But he has to be kind of Puruvu. What should my son do? Marry another woman. What is she stam? Now, the Ben Yayada says a beautiful thing. I think there's a chizuk for anybody that doesn't have children. This Ben Yayada. It's not a zayna. There's, there's no iser to be with a wife who can't have children. You're allowed to be with a wife who's old and, and, or even an island. It's not, there's no iser. So the Ben Yayada says that Every single relation that a husband has with a wife, even if they don't have a child from it, it brings in a shaman into this world. That's what he says. When a shaman comes down, there's a, there's, a, there's a human being, and one day you're going to meet these children. That's what he says. Every single miser that you have brings a child to the world in a way you don't know today, you don't know who they are and where they are, but one day you will meet them. That, that's what he says. Ayn Shaman. <laughs> Erase. Stop. <laughs> well, Baruch Hashem is quiet for most of the shir. Anybody that made it this far to the shir, you can let him, let her, whatever. Okay. So what do you do? So he asked, he davened Takosh Baruch and she was healed. She was able to have children. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Hananyo ben Chachinoi. Remember these names. You have Rabbi Hananyo, the son of Chachinoi. Also, an amazing, amazing classic story in Shas. Shimon Chai gets married. You have Shevet Brachas. He says, Adios, I'm not waiting for Shevet Brachas. I got to go back to learn Torah. So Rabbi Hananyo begs him, I want to go back with you. Imagine if you had. Uh, one Gemara, one Zayar that Rabbi Shimon wrote, it would sell for uh, you know hundred million dollars. He's begging Rabbi Chananya, just wait for me. I'm Shev Brachas. I'll be done. I'll, I'll leave my wife and I'll come back. No, Lo He didn't wait for a second. Also, Yosef Again, Rabbi Shmuel Levitt says in in Mimers in Tzadik Beis, he brings this Gemara that when you have uh, an inspiration. You jump on it immediately. You go learn Torah that day. You don't wait for anybody seven days. I don't care if it's Rabbi Shimon Ba'yichai. I don't care if Rabbi Shimon Ba'yichai is going to talk to you in learning the entire way. This is actually a medrash that says Rabbi Shimon Ba'yichai worked many, many years to make up those days to catch up to Rabbi Chanan. Anyway, we have, and bring, that's where Rabbi Shimon Levis brings the famous story that I said a bunch of times that there was somebody in Velazhin who they, he was the top guy in Yeshiva and they asked him something and he didn't, know, he didn't realize it's a Mufurusha Taisvis. He left the middle of the meal without benching and he learned for seven years. So they asked Rukhayim Velazhin, did he do the right thing? He said, no, you don't leave before benching. However, had he waited for benching, he wouldn't have had that inspiration. The inspiration would have flown away. You have the inspiration, you leave right now. Says the Gemara, not, not the shear. Who's getting up now? Says the Gemara, Ozal, Yosef Treserishnei. He sat to learn 12 Years, and Rukhayim Shulaz points out. So what's another seven days on top of 12 years? He's going for 12 years. So wait, your, your trip will start seven days later. 
learn for 12 years. He comes back to the city, doesn't remember a thing. If anybody wasn't there to for 12 years, you have, by the way, I drove to Yerushalayim yesterday, so if anybody didn't drive to Yerushalayim in the last week, you don't know how to get to Yerushalayim. Brand new tunnel that takes Yerushalayim, what is going on? I'm in the tunnel for five minutes, straight. So anyways, on the one, just changed this week. Anyway, so it's called the 16. One turns into the 16. If you haven't been in this at Eretz for 12 years, you don't even know that there's a one. All these things didn't exist 12 years ago. He comes to the city, he doesn't know how to go. Azal Yosef Aguda Dinaharos, he sat at the, at the bank of the river, Shomalei Rivisa, he hears a girl. Who's Chachinoi? His father. He's Chananya. His father's Chachinoi. Bas Chachinoi, Malei Kultech, fill up your jug. Let's get out of here. Omar, Shomalei Rivisa, Didon. Oh, this must be my daughter. So he follows her home. His wife is sitting there sifting the, the flour. She lifts her eyes up. You ever see these things of like these people that come home after being in Afghanistan for a year, they show up. They... She was so shocked, she died on the spot. This poor woman waited for me for 12 years. This is what she gets. You see, people used to learn for 12 years without, they didn't have pictures of their wives, they didn't have phones, they didn't have FaceTime, nothing. He also, Omar, when he came back, he says, I don't want to scare my wife and kill her. So he went, sat a little bit more in the base measure, and he sent out that he's here. Also, Rabbi Shaya his own son, Rebbe Yishaya, was a great Talmud Chacham, even greater than him, sat down next to him, and he didn't know that it's his own son. So he starts asking him questions. His son asked the father. He saw this guy is a big Talmud Chacham. He became weak. Omar, he said, I wish I would have had a son like him. He's talking about his own son. He didn't realize his own son is a tremendous Talmud Chacham. So he goes to his house. Obrey, so his, his son, Rabbi shows up. Come, come, This is the Talmud Chacham that asked me all these questions in, in, in the base Medrash. He stood up for his own son. Who's Savar? He thought he's coming to ask him more questions. Or like the Visus, his own wife says, She's already giving Musa. She just met him now after 12 years. Why are you standing up in front of your son? This is your son. Because she told him in a nice way that this big Talmud Chacham is her son. Rami Bar Chama said about this. You have three generations. It's the it's a it's a rope that's made out of three ply rope. Barbisa is the grandfather. Rabbi Chama is the father. The Marshal points out here. How did Rabbi Shai become such a dumb chacham? Because he learned with his grandfather Bisa. Because Ben Benoy is like a son. Rabbi Shai. Tomorrow, my favorite story, the story that caused me to cry every time I read it. Have a wonderful day.